Hello everyone, my name is uh, Andrew Hunter, and uh, I did my research project this summer over creating a new type of portable concrete barrier. The current design hasn't been changed in the uh, recent years, and right now it's called an F-type barrier, and it has a shallower slope on the bottom that goes into a steeper slope. The two biggest issues right now during with the current barrier are um, the lateral deflection when a vehicle impacts the barrier. It'll be pushed back, uh, possibly into oncoming traffic. And the second reason, or the second issue is um, the fact that the barrier, the vehicles, because of the shallower slope at the bottom, uh, climb up the barrier and then roll over. So the objective of this research was to develop a new type of barrier that addresses the deflection, um, as well as the stability and durability concerns. <clears throat> uh, the current new design, um, is a steeper than the F shape to reduce that rollover and also has new type of connections uh, to reduce the deflection of it. And the main, fo what I focused on was uh, a, new t a better type of concrete than what's currently used and uh, which increases the impact resistance and the flexural strength of the concrete. So the main uh, materials that were looked at were a steel fiber reinforced concrete and polypropylene fiber reinforced concrete. And the design, design criteria of the material was it can't decrease the compressive strength, but also has to increase the tensile, flexural, tensile strength, flexural strength, and impact resistance, um, as well as maintaining workability and not costing more than $100 per foot of the barrier. Steel fiber is just little strands of, uh, strands of steel, usually uh, have hooked ends like there in the picture. They're about uh, 10 to 60 millimeters with a tensile strength of about 1,000 to 3,000 megapascals. Polypropylene fiber are just strands of polypropylene. Um, they have a lot lower tensile strength than the steel does, about 80 to 800 megapascals, and their diameter is about, or and their length is about 10 to 30 millimeters. Um, other concrete additives that were looked into were uh, polyester fiber and nylon fiber, which both were very similar to polypropylene, but also extremely expensive and wouldn't be viable. Um, polyvinyl alcohol fiber was also looked into, and it just decreased uh, the compressive and flexural strength, which doesn't meet the design criteria. And hemp fiber, which is uh, an organic fiber um, from hemp plant, um, it didn't really give any benefit to the mechanical properties. Um, there are several different tests that were done on the concrete um, throughout the different types of throughout the different research. Compressive strength test, tensile strength test, flexural strength test, impact resistance test, and a, a slump test, which helps measure workability. Um, the way a compressive strength test works is a cylinder of concrete is taken and put in a machine, and um, the machine provides a force on top of it. And the, it, it keeps increasing the force until the concrete cylinder breaks and then is able to measure what the compressive strength of the concrete is. Um, due to the fact that uh, concrete is a very low tensile strength, uh, in order to test it, it needs to be a split tensile strength. So a concrete um, cylinder is uh, push, put into a machine that uh, creates a lateral, or it creates compression on the sides of the cylinder. So like this, due to the nature of the fact that it's a single point on the top and the bottom, 
compressing it until it breaks, you're able, they're able to calculate what the tensile strength is of the concrete. A uh, flexural strength test is just a beam of concrete put on two supports, and then a force is applied in the middle and is increased until it breaks, and that results in the flexural strength. Impact resistance test, a, um, or a disc of concrete is uh, hit with a, some kind of hammer, usually, uh, repeatedly at, very, at a very specific force until it breaks. And the number of times it takes to breaks, break is multiplied by the, that amount of force applied each time, which results in the impact energy required to break the disc. Uh, the slump test, like I said earlier, is measuring the workability. So basically how easily the concrete is able to be mixed and formed. Um, so the wet concrete is put into a, a cone and the, the cone mold is uh, taken off. And then however, um, the, the distance between what the cone was originally and what the mound is after is uh, results in the slump. So a higher slump would mean that it, uh, it just flattened out onto the ground and it has a very, very high workability because it's easy to work and it just smooths out. And then a low workability is a lower slump because the cone maintains its shape and is harder to move. Okay, and so these were all, all these uh, results were from uh, tests that were tested the exact same way between polypropylene and steel fiber. So it's compressive strength versus the fiber percentage, so the volume percentage of the concrete that was either steel or polypropylene fiber. Um, showing here both steel and polypropylene show a very similar trend that um, as the fiber volume increases, the compressive strength increases as well. So both of them could be um, very similar, result very similar. Um, tensile strength is uh, like compressive strength, both polypropylene and steel fiber show a very similar trend. Although uh, we don't know if polypropylene will continue that trend at higher um, percentages, but they could both work similarly. <clears throat> uh, flexural strength, pretty much same story. Um, steel and polypropylene perform very similarly, and as the fiber volume percentage increases, the flexural strength of the concrete increases as well. <clears throat> and then getting to impact resistance, uh, steel fiber shows a much higher increase in impact resistance than polypropylene fiber does, but um, we don't know. Polypropylene fiber is kind of on an exponential trend, so if we had a higher percentage, could result in almost higher than steel, while steel seems to be um, peaking at about 7,000 megapascals. So uh, at the same percentages, steel fiber results in a higher impact resistance, but with more polypropylene might result in a higher impact energy. <clears throat> Workability, um, as um, the fiber volume increases, the workability of the concrete decreases. Polypropylene decreases the workability a lot faster uh, than steel does, so steel result in a much more workable concrete. <clears throat> so then the cost-benefit analysis between the two. So rough estimate for the barrier is uh, 12 and a half feet by 32 inches tall and 24 inches wide with a total volume of about 67 cubic feet. Steel fiber um, costs a, is a rough estimate around $750 per cubic foot, while polypropylene is about 10 times cheaper at $70 per cubic foot. So this just so, shows a graph of how expensive it would be to add 
different percentages of steel and polypropylene to the concrete. So considering that we're limited to about 10 or $100 per foot, and it's about 12 and a half feet long, it needs to be about 100, or it needs to be about 1,250 feet, or $1,250 per the total barrier. And so clearly at steel, like anywhere past like one and a half percent is already starting to get way too expensive. So steel is, so polypropylene would be a way cheaper alternative than steel. So in conclusion with everything, uh, steel fiber increases the compressive strength, tensile strength and flexural strength just slightly more than polypropylene, but polypropylene is really close. Um, steel fiber increases the impact resistance substantially more, um, but as we saw in the graph with a higher percentage of uh, polypropylene, it might start to get closer where the steel is. And steel doesn't decrease the workability as much as polypropylene does. Even though in all, pretty much all these categories at the same percentage, steel is, results in a better barrier, it's way more expensive. So we could have a polypropylene fiber barrier that has a higher percentage that could result in better um, material properties that's uh, much cheaper than a steel fiber barrier. And that's it. Thank you very much for listening.